Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. My name is Brenna Smith and today I'm here with Audrey Reynolds, also known as Cinnamon, who is our outdoor team lead and our director of Camp Linden. So Audrey, thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It is always a pleasure. So today, Audrey and I are going to talk um, as part of our pandemic series for the podcast, we're going to talk about um, some of the ways that being in the outdoors, being at Girl Scout camp um, can be so helpful for girls right now, Um, especially when we know, you know, so much about our lives looks different. um, And we just want to be able to share tips and tricks and um, ways that that the outdoor team has kind of pivoted to be able to serve girls right now. Um, and all of that good stuff. So Audrey, do you want to get us started by talking about um, some of your experiences so far? Your team has done really cool things since COVID has started. So you want to start by just telling us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So as everyone knows, normally summer is uh, full of campers and it's our traditional week-long overnight camp program. Um, And in May, we knew we couldn't do that, but we also knew we had to do something Um, So we decided to put together some sort of virtual camp experience as well as family camping. Um, So when we first announced virtual camp, a lot of people were like, virtual and camp? That doesn't go together. Why would we do that? But for us, it was really important to still be able to engage with those campers, even if we couldn't do so in the traditional way. Um, So what we did is uh, Camp Reimagined. It was a Monday through Friday program that girls could sign up for. Uh, It was $50, which financial aid was available. They could use part of the money they'd already spent towards a regular overnight camp session to pay for that. Um, And what they received was a box uh, full of activity supplies that they would need that Monday through Friday. And they got two Zoom sessions per day. So in that box were activities, were supplies for activities that they would complete with their camp counselors. So the coolest part of this is that it was actually staffed by the counselors that have worked here for many summers and then our campers know and love. Um, So they got to log on twice a day and see some familiar faces and for our new campers got to meet some new faces. Um, So it was a great experience and to To kind of take it to another level, we decided to hand deliver boxes to any girl who lived within Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan, uh, which was really fun and exciting. We got to drive to their house, knock on their door, drop off the box, and we also sang songs, announced what cabin they were in, and that was really special. So we only saw them in person for a few minutes, but it was It was so fun seeing the girls light up when they saw, oh my gosh, Tater Todd is at my house. I can't believe this. This is so cool. Um, So that was really special. But I think maybe even more special was the girls who have never been to camp. They have no idea what it's like. This was their introduction. Um, So to see someone, you know, in a camp t-shirt singing these fun songs show up at your house at a time that's, you know, so uncertain and, and stressful and to just, you know, bring a little bit of joy was was really cool that that got to be their their first Girl Scout camp experience. 
Um, so we did five weeks of that and it was super successful. Um, initially the capacity was 75, um, but then we had a wait list. So we upped that to 100. And so we had three of the weeks full and then um, two of the weeks were half full. So overall it was really successful. We had campers sign up for the first couple weeks and then finish and then sign up for you know, the last few weeks because they enjoyed it so much. Um, so we didn't, we had no idea how that was going to go. We had never done anything like that before. And uh, generally the outdoor team is not the best with technology, certainly my, myself, um, but it went really well and we learned a lot and you know, we'll, we'll bring some elements of that in the, in the future. Um, however that looks. Uh, so in addition to that, we've also been doing family camping. Um, so, you know, we aren't able to have troops out to camp yet, and we aren't able to have regular overnight camp where girls are dropped off, but families are able to reserve either a lodge or cabin or a tent unit um, with other people that share their households. And so that's been really special because, you know, for months you've had parents working from home on the computer all day while at the same time kids are on at school on the computer all day and everybody's cooped up and you know tensions are high it's hard to be in your house that much so it's been really nice for families to just enjoy some time outside together not looking at a screen um, and doing things that they haven't got to do all summer because a lot of families you know pools aren't open they weren't able to swim at their community pool but you know, they were able to have like a private session in our camp pool or they were able to do archery or climbing. Um, and family camp is actually going to extend into December. So it's, it's been a lot of fun for sure. That's so awesome. And I love whenever um, I talk to girls who've done Camp Reimagined, um, they're so excited about it. They're like, it was so much fun. You know, I hope that I, hope that I can do that again one day. Um, I, there have just really been rave reviews and I think it's so interesting and I don't know I'm sure you've heard similar sentiments from girls too but in my head I definitely had that stigma of like virtual oh, camp is not gonna nobody wants to do virtual camp um, and that totally was not the case the girls who did Camp Reimagine just absolutely loved it they did, and we've had so much positive feedback. It was, it's been overwhelming from parents and the girls. And I'll admit, even at the beginning, I was, I was not sure this was gonna work. And I knew we had to do it because it was important that we do something, but in the back of my mind, I was like, this is just, this is just not the same. Like, it's not gonna be impactful, but it really was in a lot of ways that we weren't expecting. So it, it was a positive thing for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, was there anything, what do you think it is about Camp Reimagine that, that was so impactful? And I'm sure you maybe have had like specific conversations with girls about what they loved about it, but I think that our listeners probably are looking for ways that they can make virtual experiences really special and impactful. Absolutely. I think the number one thing is that it wasn't structured in a way that school was. And this is not to talk down on schools. I know everyone is doing their very best and it is so hard. Um, but we didn't necessarily have like a strict lesson plan. We had the activity. But if the girls wanted to tell jokes for 15 minutes, um, we let that happen. Or like every 10 minutes, we would just, we would decide to take a dance break or we would sing camp songs. And it was just a really wonderfully unstructured girl-led experience where not every cabin group looked the same. We just asked the girls, like, what do you want out of this experience? You know, 
do you want to sit here and do the activity the whole time? Would you rather us get up and dance together? Like, what can we do to make this um, to make this great for you? So I think it was really the the passion that our camp staff have that were on camera and that they were able to, to deliver that experience through the computer. But I think it was also the the flexibility that it may not it may you may not do the whole activity or you may spend half the time telling jokes, but that's okay. Because um, it's really about giving the girls what they need at this time, which is which is different for everyone. Yeah, that's such a good lesson, I think, um, especially for our troop leaders. I know that yeah. um, planning troop meetings is kind of like a, a, a stressful thing for troop leaders right now because yeah. everybody has 47 million things happening and all the Zoom meetings and um, I think that we can take a really great lesson with that is like, yeah, you, you need to have some kind of thing planned, but a lot of times what girls need and what we know from the research right now is that girls need that social interaction and just to be in fellowship with each other. Um, and the rest of it is, is just kind of details right now. What they really needed was to be able to talk to other girls their age and to, you know, meet new girls. And because we opened this up nationally, we had girls from California um, on our Zoom calls and they were telling our girls from Michigan about what the weather was like, that they climbed a mountain. And so the, I think the most special part was just that, just that camper to camper interaction. You know, the staff were there to lead it, but um, watching the girls interact with each other was really important. So what I would tell any troop leader that's stressed that like, you know, maybe you're not doing enough badges or you don't know how to put together an online meeting, as long as you're giving the girls space to just be together and to be themselves and maybe giggle 75% of the time, like that's okay. And that's just as important or impactful as any lesson plan that you could come up with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so the other thing that I want to um, touch a little bit more on is with family camp. Um, Cause I think a lot of, a lot of families might be hesitant about, you know, going to camp if they've, if they've never gone to camp, you know, they don't, they don't know what it looks like. Um, could you like walk through what that would look like for a family if they were to rent a lodge or a cabin um, and just a general idea of like what their day might look like? Yeah, absolutely. So once you make a reservation, you know, and you request activities, I'll shoot myself or the director of the camp you're attending will shoot you back an email with your activity schedule and an outline of what to bring. So face masks are required. So you want to make sure all family members have plenty of those for your stay. Um, I recommend bringing extra uh, just in case some are lost. Um, and then we confirm your check-in time. And then once you arrive, you'll either text or call um, the camp director and we meet you in the parking lot. Um, first thing we do is take everyone's temperature and make sure that no one has a fever. So once everyone is good to go, we'll go through our COVID related policies. So just again, that face masks are required, that we practice social distancing um, as much as we possibly can. There are times where for safety, you know, a camp staff will have to be um, close to someone shooting a BB gun or something like that, but we practice social distancing as much as we possibly can. Um, and then we confirm your activity schedule. You get to go move into your lodge. And then like the next day, like for example, tomorrow we have a family here and you know, they're waking up and first thing they're doing is boating. So we'll have a staff member meet them at their lodge and walk down there with them because they've never been here before. Um, and so for the kids, we sing songs along the way. We'll talk about the different trees that are here on camp if they've never seen them before. 
and then they'll boat for about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on what they're feeling or, you know, how much they're enjoying it. And then they'll go back to their unit to have lunch um, because we are not able to provide meals at this time. And then after lunch, they have two more activities. And so there'll be climbing wall and then horseback riding. So again, that we'll meet them at their lodge and we'll, make, we'll walk with them and try and make that a really fun experience with songs um, or some nature facts along the way. And then at the end of the day, uh, they go back and have dinner and, um, you know, we encourage them to, you know, make a fire and sing camp songs that they learned with us throughout the day and to kind of have their own, uh, like, family campfire like we would do all together at a big event. That's awesome. Um, and I think it's, it's so important for families to get outside and um, get time off the screen, as you mentioned. Um, from your perspective, why do you think like being at camp or being in the great outdoors, why do you think that's so important right now? I think um, it's important for a lot of reasons. I think for me even that being at home in your house all day, you're looking at the screen for work or for school and you know, you can't help but notice the news all day and just constantly be reminded of a lot of negative things or maybe not even negative, but just hard things that are happening in the world and it's front of mind all the time, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it does, it gets pretty heavy. Um, and so it's really nice to have a break and come to camp and just be outdoors and not, not be constantly staring at a screen. And it's, it's a lot easier to you know, let your mind wander and you know, feel a lot of joy with your family. That's harder to feel when you're, when you're cooped up at home all day. Absolutely. Um, well, Audrey, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about um, coming out to camp right now, about just the outdoors in general? Yeah, so something I'd like to talk about for a while is that um, we're now offering troop day trips. Um, so we're at the point where with face masks required, with a thorough check-in process, and with practicing social distancing, we are able to accept troops just for the day, um, not overnight, just yet. Um, but I think this is a really a great opportunity, and I think all troops that are, you know, able to, um, to find a camp and come out for the day, and we'll pay, or you can pay extra for activities, um, you bring a sack lunch, but I think it's a great way for your girls to get to see each other, for you to get to see your girls, for parents of your girls to get to reconnect and talk and, um, you know, share ideas with, with everything going on right now. And so a sample schedule, so an example of what that might look like is, you know, you um, drive separately. So at this time, we're still recommending that a parent of every girl drives them to camp. So not, not to the point where we're quite ready for carpooling, um, but you meet at camp about 10 a.m. And then, you know, our staff would be in the parking lot. We would do the temperature checks and the check-in process, but then we would also play some get to know you games. So the campers, so the girls get to know our staff, the staff get to know the girls, and that the girls just kind of have the icebreaker right? Because it's been a while since they've probably seen each other in person. Um, and then we'd have a morning activity. So whether that's boating or swimming for the next few weeks or climbing well. Um, and then we would have the girls vote on where they want to eat their picnic lunch. So a popular place at Camp Linden and Marywood and Oak Hills actually is to eat by the waterfront. 
And so we all hike down there and um, we'll have them, you know, spaced out eating their lunches, but we'll sing songs. We'll let them just talk. Um, and then after lunch, we can do something really low key, like walk around Fairy Village or, you know, at Marywood, there's some amazing hiking trails. And then we'll do either one or two afternoon activities uh, that the girls picked out. And then we usually wrap up around four or 4.30 um, and everybody gets in cars and heads home. But it's a great, it's just a great way to reconnect with each other. Um, and I know it's, it's challenging to find ways for your troop to meet safely right now. Um, so having such beautiful um, camps with lots of acres were the perfect place to meet safely and you know, remain socially distant. Um, so I would recommend that all troops that are curious, um, you can reach out to me or you can, if you know the director of the camp you want to attend, whether it's Corey at Oda Hills, um, Brad at Marywood or myself at Linden, um, please reach out to us and let us know how we could make your day trip extra special and we will be sure to do that. That is so cool. And I think that that's something that our girls and, and, our, and our leaders, honestly, are totally craving because most troops, um, I feel like most troops over the summer is when they get to do their fun trip, whether that's to camp or, or elsewhere. Um, and obviously those didn't really happen this year. So I think that that's so cool that you all are making that happen. And um, gosh, it like, like makes me want to go out to camp, spend the day at camp. So awesome. Um, well, Audrey, is there anything else that, that you want everybody to know? Oh, I do have one more thing. So um, we know how nice it is to have something new at camp because, you know, people that come all the time, uh, they want to come and try something different they've never done before. So starting October 1st at all three camps, we are going to offer a slingshot for all, late, all ages. So daisies and above, we'll have a slingshot range. And then for our cadet seniors and ambassadors, um, as well as adults, we're going to offer tomahawk throwing. So That's if you're so wondering, cool. you know, it's all a good time to do a day trip. Keep in mind that if you book past October, you'll have some really exciting options. So. And that is so cool. I just, I, I love the way that the outdoor team has, has pivoted and is making magic happen for girls. I think it's amazing. Um, and I think too, you know, we always talk about why it's so important for girls to be in the great outdoors. You know, we see reduced stress levels, we see reduced anxiety levels, all of these wonderful outcomes that girls have when they spend time, you know, at camp. That's why we love Girl Scout camp so much. Um, and I think that all of those outcomes right now are more critical than ever um, because we know that girls are having these even more heightened levels of anxiety and stress um, and need that interaction with their friend. And what better place to do that than out at one of our beautiful camps. So thanks so much, Audrey, for chatting with me and um, telling everybody about what you can do in the great outdoors right now. Yeah, no problem. It was great. I will always talk about camp. So thanks, Brenna. To all of our listeners, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please be sure to do so by clicking the beautiful subscribe button that you see. And then be sure to leave us a rating and a review so we know what episodes you love and what you want to hear more of. Then make sure you share this episode so that everyone knows the importance of getting in the great outdoors and the opportunities that are waiting for them at Girl Scout Camp here in Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. Until our next adventure, I'm Brenna Smith. Be bold, be brave, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. Change the world.